Alright, well I'll drink that's to that. Why, that's why it was the clap, sir. I need to sink this thing. I'm not in the biz, as they say. <laughs> we, we need to sink this is. Are you guys ready? Meteor late? Yeah. Sure. Are you ready? Are you pretty now? Very I mean, pretty. look, they're playing some 41. So I'm ready. Just <laughs> ready? Yes. And welcome to another episode of The Shub Show. If you know, you know. I don't welcome. Know. He doesn't even know. That's the greatest part of that. We'll explain that to you later. It's inside of inside. Oh, it's an inside joke. Uh. And we have two new guests. Yeah, we do. I mean, Adam used to be on our show at one point. Original guest. Adam original was guest. the original, original guest. guest. Just saying. We have a the pioneer. Fancy, fancy new guest. We do. We do. We've got Ben May here. Ben is the founder and managing director of The Code Company. Uh, it's a digital publishing and media technology. He is a digital media and technology uh, expert and entrepreneur who has over a decade of business experience. The Code Company, which I will ask him in a minute how long he's been there for, is a globally recognized enterprise WordPress agency and WordPress VIP Gold Partner, specializing in solving complex problems at scale for some of Australia's most prominent digital publishers, including Drive, Pedestrian, and Val Morgan, as well as international brands such as eBay and Fujifilm. Ben May, welcome to the show. Hey, hey. Welcome to this fun bar. Full of Shubs. Yeah, thank you. Shubs, T-Jabs, we got all kinds of names for it. Um, <laughs> Should we explain the Shubs first to them? Yeah, go for you it. You could explain it to one of your co-hosts. That would be awesome. <laughs> so we were at the second Biz Dev Camp? Second Biz Dev Camp, correct. And uh, it was in Washington, D.C. That's right. And at some point, we were making fun of the way they, an international crowd for the most part in Washington, D.C. It was at a Hyatt. So it was at a Hyatt. Yeah. 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 And uh, we were making fun of how they um, went around of doing the, um, the, the bidets. bidets, right? But it was just a hose attached to a... To the toilet, and the, and the, the power of this hose could have taken like rust off a car. <laughs> we we're like, what is happening? Right. And then Ben comes in and goes, "What the hell is those shubs in these bathrooms?" And we're like, "Excuse me." Bruh? I was happy that I didn't have a shub. That was the highlight. That yes, I, that was a highlight. I had a normal shower. Yeah. Uh, so a shub was... is a shower in a tub. In a tub. Gotcha. <laughs> right. And then we sense. just had a lot of fun with it. It's, Somebody might have registered shubs.com at some point. <laughs> Drunk in a bus. Might have happened. <laughs> it might if, have happened. If there was a word to summarize that biz dev camp, it was shub. It, nice. did, it did linger on longer than any memory or lesson. Definitely longer than Ben wanted it to. Yeah, much <laughs> and it still lingers. It still comes, <laughs> back. Only, it comes back. It's the only thing that came out of yeah, it. It's some it circles. It's some circles. You, Six you years get later. It. That's yeah. right. That's nice. right. Yeah. Nice. Very good. Well. Welcome to the show, whatever you want to call it today. Um, before we get going a little bit, a little background on, on your, uh, your experience with the co-company. How long have you been there? When did you start it all up? Yeah, uh, we started, I think, six, seven years ago now. We've been sort of in this version of the business um, where we're focusing on yeah, media, publishing, WordPress. Um, uh, most of that's been in sort of Asia Pacific and doing a bit more now in the US as well, which is why you know, one of the reasons we're over here as well. Sure. Um, so over the last six or seven years, obviously we've had an experience, we've experienced an economic downturn. We've gone through a, a global pandemic. We've come out of that pandemic. There's hybrid work. There's clients who are risk averse to digital marketing spends and, oh wait, but I have to build stuff. Oh wait, but I don't know if I really want to spend all that money. Right. Oh wait. Are you reading, are you just reading about. those Slack messages? <laughs> no, no, this is just Slack. a litany of grievances. Inundated, inundated, <laughs> right? So we see this. Um, like last six, seven years, uh, biggest like challenges and uh, successes based on some decision making you've had. You, you've had right. Um, I mean, we we're pretty lucky. We were always like a remote business and sort of hybrid distributed. Like we had 
uh, a few like pods of people. Um, so we were working for big companies in like Melbourne and Sydney and things like that, living in like regional Australia. Uh, so we were sort of already half there and then as COVID came around, we were already doing that anyway. So it was sort of another day. Um, we didn't have to like learn how to be a remote business by that point. So that was, that was really handy. For us, economically, it was probably different in Australia. We had a lot of brands that were using that time to double down and get stuff done so that when the pandemic was over, whenever that was going to be, they weren't like going to start then and be like two years behind or a few years behind. Um, and the, yeah, it's like a weird survivor's guilt thing because we obviously had a very island fortress approach in Australia yeah. and had a pretty normal life. Um, but it also allowed us to, um, yeah, it sort of just spend money and people continue to go out and do things and uh, other than like a few spots there where lockdowns and stuff so yeah we had a really good couple of years um it the business worked as it normally did people were spending money still um the knock-on which obviously everyone had was like outrageous hiring and salaries for engineers and digital and product yeah. uh, which i think we're starting to see now like that course corrective like sure. layoffs and things like that to like realize the uh over-indexed salaries are uh hurting bottom lines um, but yeah, so that was all those years. Uh, I think for us, it was like really specializing and f picking our niche three, four, five years ago, sort of really work out. We're sort of a jack of all trades in the WordPress space. How do we be just like really good? And we looked back at what we were doing and realized, yeah, it's this media space, this uh, enterprise-y kind of engineering and just double down in that space. And sort of we were working with um, uh, Newfangled back then to sort of help just like focus our efforts and that's sort of been really instrumental in getting, yeah, getting us on the right track and mm -hmm. like following that along the way. So um, I'm not going to say Mark was the single greatest thing because that was out of BizDev. That was the second thing that came out of BizDev Game. <laughs> oh, yeah. After the yeah. show was meeting right, Mark. Was there. Yeah. I met yeah. Mark there, yeah. Uh, and then we worked together for about a year or two after that. Um, and that sort of definitely put us on the right trajectory just of like sort of what we already knew but just never really had someone to like tell you off for like doing too many things and yeah. focus, so yeah. that worked, yeah, worked really well. Are you basically the same, are you, are, have you grown over this last six years from headcount revenue standpoints? Yeah, I mean, we now are in like the mid-20s uh, headcount wise, and that's pretty permanent base, like, you know, we will use contractors and oversupply, overflow when we need it. Um, you know, there's been plenty of pain points in learning about how to use freelancers and contractors and uh, internal yeah. team and uh, plenty of uh, projects that, uh, have a lot of written off hours, but you know um, we've sort of got a pretty good formula doing that now, and, and sort of some rules that we're trying not break, right? Trying not break um, to avoid tears later on. Sure. Nice. Cool. Um, I had a question. <laughs> it just it's in there went. somewhere. It's in there somewhere. Adam, you have questions? It's in there. I just lost one. There. I was I was curious about you know that so working with newfangled right like yep. having someone that's actually from the outside coming in saying yep. you guys are doing way too much. Yeah. Focus on this thing. Yeah. So how much of that have you been able, you know, because if you're not working with him now, yeah. have you guys remained disciplined on that? Have you veered from the path? How is that working from a, and are you seeing the return on putting that marketing out there, that positioning yeah. and it coming back as leads? We're pretty disciplined still. Uh, I probably wouldn't be as disciplined if we continued working with him. Um, but we've definitely stayed true to like the, the niche and sort of going through that process with those guys it, there's like probably three like there's there's newfangled stuff there's sort of like some of david c baker's thinking about mm -hmm. stuff and like blair's stuff with without pitching as well sure. and they, it's like this kind of like quasi like bit of everything that's like become this good model for us um but yeah we've been pretty disciplined about that how we think about like content marketing about even just like 
advertising when we talk to prospects and stuff. And that's worked in our favor really well of like, uh, this is the problem. We don't solve any other problems. So if it's a fit, it's a really good fit. Mm -hmm. And if we're up against a generalist shop that does like e-commerce and marketing and like event website, like yeah. whatever, it's just, it's a no brainer at that point of like, right. we've already got a whole bunch of like institutional knowledge internally, IP we can like reuse yeah. um, and like the set the bar of what the baseline is much higher than like having to build all of that or like a lot of shops have to learn on the job for the first time of like, oh, we've never had to build a syndication system for like distributing content. We'll figure it out though. And then it's like a constant pain for like three years. Whereas yeah. we're like, we've done this 30 times. We can sort of use our framework we already have, roll it out in, in right. a couple of sprints. It sounds yeah. like you guys did a lot of work to really hone in on like the core focus. Yeah. Have you reached that point where you're you're saying no to things that don't fit that mode, or are you still kind of taking all comers? We're pretty good. I mean, we have like a loose scoring framework. How we think about, you know, are you gonna are you gonna earn something, learn something? Is it a like good case study? Could it get us a foot in the door somewhere yep. else? Like, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. there's about five of those yeah. sort of things. Um, so it's got to hit at least one or two of those pretty strongly. But there's, I think that you know, there's a very small chance we'd ever like take an e-commerce project um, or something like comp or build an app. Like we would just have no idea yeah. uh, how to do that. So it's still got to be pretty disciplined in that space. Um, you know, we're sort of also soften that a little bit of like, instead of just media and publishing like complex content or like migrating like 200,000 articles, like, you know, maybe yeah. it's not a, a publisher that's like that traditional sense, but um, still using that kind of- kind of still con like yeah, rich still, content. Yeah, really yeah. complex information architecture and how stuff relates authoring, multi-use, like all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, we've been, we've been pretty strict to staying to that. Um, and also like even just the name of the business, which, you know, it sort of has forced us to not like, well, it, it prevents us from becoming anything other than like an engineering shop, um, which is a nice constraint that we've got sort of baked into the, the brand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you servicing clients all over the globe or just like very specific areas? We've been trying to work out um, with Leslie uh, for, who does uh, EOS stuff. Yeah. We've been, we're trying to work out our tag, uh, not our tagline, but like our, our range. And it's kind of from like Singapore to New York is sort of our time zones we can do. Anything beyond, anything west of Singapore, like Europe, just doesn't work for us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you can either do one side or the other. Oh, interesting. It's the right. opposite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like if we wanted to do the UK, we have to be like back late at night, like right. or, like five o'clock or six o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, but if you're doing like 7 a.m. with the US, uh, like New York, you can't do like 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Uh, right. Unless you burn people to the ground. Right. Right. Spread right. too thin. Yeah. So we pretty much for like anything that comes out of like that quadrant of the planet, yep. we just say we can't do it. Here's like maybe someone who might be able to like someone we know, yeah. um, you know, who may not screw you over, like, good luck, but we just don't even try because <laughs> it's just not even worth, like, trying to do a sales call. It's like, oh, we have to hang back to, like, 6 o'clock because like, we start early, we finish early mostly. Yeah. So it's like, I don't want to stay back past 3, like, to have to do a call at 6. Yeah. And we're not like, gonna... out the door by 4, like, I don't hang around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to take the dogs to the park. Like, I got, I, got thing, <laughs> I got things to do, you know? Is there a world where a code company sets up an operation somewhere in the middle where you could bridge that gap and be full global... Is there any interest in that, or are you happy with? I think there's more than enough everywhere else. Where like you are. I don't have. Yeah, there, there are people who want to like. We're in every continent in the globe. Like, <laughs> there's more than enough work for us. Like, we're about 25 people. Like, it's, we don't need like. Yeah. An office in every major city in the world. Um, there's more than enough in the U.S. and Australia and like APAC for us to to be. You don't have to dredge the ocean. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and also, there's different sales cultures. So it's good to know like. You know, US a certain style, Asia very different style, Absolutely. even within Asia different style, Australia again. But then like Europe and then the UK are very different beasts as well. Um, 
Uh, so we just don't bother. Just do, do some things and do them well. Yeah, like you, don't have to, you don't have to like retrain and, and figure out which one am I selling to right which now. Which ironically, like between Australia and the UK, is probably very similar culturally. Yeah. But like trying to do a deal with French or Italian or German or whatever, like I have no idea. Like <laughs> other than like spending like short amounts of time on vacations and things, like I'd yeah. love to record those meetings though and watch you <laughs> just go through that. Yeah, process. yeah, that's right. Yeah, brutal honesty and just like straight to the point. Like straight to yeah, the point, right? Yeah, yeah, that's like, right. Like here's what it is. I got nothing. Yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, we can't even we can't even play with this. If we can't <laughs> close on like one or two calls. And one that wasted my time. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's very different. So yeah, we just stick to what we know we can do, and, and we're from there. Yeah. Nice, nice. Great. Um, you talked a bit about really focusing on engineering and especially publishing. I wonder, being as niche as you are, if you've experienced a shift from the clients in terms of table stake expectations around development and engineering. I think there was a period of time where you could tell a client. Yes, we'll architect and we'll build something for you, and then we'll make it kind of pretty and organized, but yeah. the data collection, collation, analysis, translation, all that stuff, certainly seeing it at crowd favorite, right, yeah. where clients are starting to expect more on the data front. Are you seeing the same thing? And how are you staffing for that? Are you, are you bringing on different kinds of people to service client expectations that are that are changing if, you, if you're seeing that sort of in your vertical. Yeah, I think people are getting more uh, educated uh, about a lot of things, but digging into that a little bit, there are people who are getting educated, but they still don't really, like they're, they're reading like a few headlines uh, and then asking for AI or data or first party data or and then you dig into what they're actually looking for and yeah. it's like that's none of those things. You're just looking for like a, a login or something. Like, you know, so, so you're still going to press it back a little bit, um, but definitely people are becoming more uh, informed and educated. First party data stuff, it's a, the, like the MarTech space. Like it's sort of like dovetails into what we do. We don't like want to do the implementation of it because it's just another whole yeah. ecosystem in itself. Right. Um, so it's trying to like say we can, we can do the plumbing to like that next step but we don't want to like manage what that is because that in itself is usually a big organizational change project of how do we store data? How do we, how do we like, you know, again, we sometimes a bit too blunt of like trying to end up at the end of like, what do you actually want out of this? Like building dashboards or right. like we can, we can collect data now, but if we don't know where we're ending, like we're just wasting time of like a whole bunch of noisy data that's not structured properly or, or not connected to the right things. So, you know. Yeah, and I'm, I'm seeing that too, where like they're turning to their vendors and saying, yeah. so I've got this marketing team, they're not data analysts. Right. So I need them to have, I need this data to be further along when it gets to them. Yeah. Because they're taking up way too much time in their weeks doing, trying to, yeah. trying to figure it out themselves and they have no idea what it is. Right. Um, so yeah, I think we're, we're seeing something similar there for <laughs> I sure. I think it's still pretty new, like in reality, like, yeah, it's, it's still a new um, field, like how to deal with this first party data. Like I feel like it's been a long time. We've been talking about the cookies, third party cookie going away. And yeah. This is the year first party data, and that feels like that's been for five years now. Of mm -hmm. like, this is the year that everyone gets yeah. into first party data, and then no right. one does anything. Um, so, yeah, I don't know where that line is of like when we finally fall off a cliff and uh, everyone finally scrambles. But yeah. yeah. So you're doing pretty much just straight engineering, not a lot of consult, not a lot of like strategy and consulting. Not on not on top of that, um, because I think it's one of those ones of just like having to keep up with where people are, like the, the the products that are coming out every day of the week. Like there's that. Whatever that chart is of like the Martech like footprint, yeah. like you know, it used to be like fifty. I remember it being like fifty or hundred products. It now looks like you know, just like a mosaic. You can't even <laughs> you can't even see yeah. it anymore. Like, it was like, how do you decipher that that noise? Like, I think, and that could be something that like we figure out 
if there's like some clear front runners of like having someone who can specialize that is like a really obvious, but the one thing that's consistent is that everyone's different and they all have a different tool. So it's like, we specialize in this one ESP, but there's 4,000 other ones and the next 20 prospects are all gonna want everything but what we've got. Right, so right, right. it's a risk of like having subject matter <coughs> experts that are of something that's no value. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, you just went to the WordPress event in DC, right? Yep, WordCamp, uh, yeah. WordCamp, right. Um, I saw Matt was there too, but what do you think the future of like WordPress is? Because it's a lot of changes in the past few short time, or yeah. there will be. I mean, the the WordCamp stuff, there's a lot of stuff. There's like stuff about how the product itself is evolving, like core and things like that, but also, you know, there was some, some um, stuff like NASA guys were there. They, they sort of talked about how they like replatformed the whole NASA suite over to WordPress and things like that, uh, and really spoke to like WordPress's ability like for editing and authoring and like, you yeah. know, the whole block editor, which, you know, I think came out probably a bit early uh, when they first released it, and a lot oh, of shops. Yeah. That's coming, yeah. 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 Um, and it's finally, I think, just getting its stride now of you can actually customize it enough to build some really decent uh, authoring experiences, better than probably any CMS proprietary or not on the market. Um, but there's still a lot of like work that you've got to build every time to get it to that stage. Yes. So for agencies to like figure out how you have that like sort of toolkit ready to go. So you're just doing like the last 20%, yep. not having to like, we need a thousand hours to do like the same thing over and over and over again. Um, so that part of the market, I think still figuring out where it's gonna sit. Like, cause again, WordPress is very noisy with like themes and plugins and yeah. you know, you just can't spend your life testing the newest Beaver, Beaver builder or page builder or whatever. Like it's just, <laughs> right. it's just every day of the week. Um, yeah, it's a weird one with like, cause I mean like the future of WordPress, the biggest existential threat people are probably thinking about at the moment is like AI and how does like, if right. like AI is like two-faced, so there's either like generating content, so like written content, images, you know, that sort of stuff, but also like consuming content of like, if everyone just moves to search, um, what is the what is the purpose of a website in the future yeah. in total? Um, which is, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of, a lot of, hype and worry about that. I don't know if there's a clear answer to that yet. Yeah. Uh, I mean, play to the extreme. If there's no websites, where's the AI going to get its That's information right, right. from? Yeah. So it, there's where's the be, learning data coming from? Right. It That's will just, right. it will only have knowledge up till 2023. Yeah. And anything that happens after this. It's just its own. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's going to be predicting it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. Um, it's just going to make up its own it's stuff. It's just going to read Twitter or something, and like that's going to be the source of truth going X. forward. X. It's now X, my friend. <laughs> it's going to be reading X um, and Instagram, and that's where it's going to learn everything from. Oh. Or TikTok, you know? <laughs> or TikTok. Well, I think the question is, can the internet exist without websites? And then the answer is yes. Yeah, well... And I think it will. It's Yeah, and I don't think anyone can actually imagine what that is yet. Um, so it's funny, because this... I, I'm smiling because... My last question, uh, my last, not right. theirs, but my last question for you is literally, as a digital agency focused on web development, how do you think clients and customers will consume and interact with content as we head toward the back half of the decade? Do you see people still using a browser and going to websites as they exist today in 2030? And is that hardware dependent? Yeah. I think, I don't, I like don't if see- If we're all wearing our VR. reduced versions of the Vision Pro or whatever, I don't like, see that being a thing anytime like soon. Are we HTTPS? I that's don't right. Think so. uh, no, I mean, people probably said that about email like 10 or 20 years ago as well. Like, right. It's the most it's still here. And it's the most, yeah, and if anything, it's had a renaissance lately. Right. Um, I think if you are like a news provider that like goes off, like a lot of publishers have got very lightweight reporting and they just like bank on like SEO for long tail rubbish of like best phone cases or whatever else. Those sorts of business, I think, are dead in the water and have got a very short life because that sort of stuff will be so easily cannibalized by search and like 
amalgamating big data sets. Yeah. I think if you are building a product that, and smart media people are starting to think about like community and, and like engagement and like, you know, whether that includes like logged in areas or some sort of prop, like a platform more so than just like, just generic content. Um, I think there's definitely a place for those. I don't see like mid-sized like communities um, like moving to like bespoke iOS apps or anything like that. Like the web still is a very rapid place to do that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of crap that will get eaten away. Do you think like a dot com will ever been, even be necessary by the end of the decade for companies uh, to do business? Maybe. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I could definitely see it going away. I mean, it sort of like doesn't have the yeah, it doesn't have the prestige that it used to like because now there's like dot everything like yeah, or, or, or a dot anything. Like, but that's what I mean, like the, the thing that you've got to type into a browser in order to get information right. about something yeah. is that going to be the like is that the interaction that we see? But if you like wanted to follow, you know, you know, a, a, follow a person that you you know because people talk to people and that's still not going to change. If I just wanted to like know all of Bart's musings and his thoughts on things, I'm still going to want to follow him somehow. Mm. And there needs to be some sort of medium. And if I want to talk to people who like, also like Bart, like I'm gonna chat somewhere. Like it's yeah. gonna be on some. There's some connection. Yeah. It's gotta be a connection somewhere, right? Right. Like, it's gotta be. Something it's not all one way. And, and that's the thing. A lot of people like spinning up these like chat bots at the moment, which yeah. ninety percent of them are just like search. They're sure. not. They're not AI at yeah. all. It's very um, insular, though. You, yeah. You, it's, no, it's like it's, it's like a walled no. community. Yeah. But it's it's. I don't think that's gonna replace reading. Like yeah. I'm not just gonna search every question. Like you you find somewhere and like. Like navigation sort of taps into like human curiosity or navigation of like yeah, so there's yeah. the low and I don't know how AI like e reading the results of ChatGPT is not going to take that away. That's right. But it's still going to yeah. take away a lot. Like if, if Siri, you know, becomes ChatGPT and I can be like, oh, what's the best iPhone case for hiking or something, and it just gives me the one answer and it links straight to Amazon or you know, like that's going to knock off like millions of websites that do just that. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, it's going to go into the the world of like you don't see. You know, here in US, you don't say tissue, you say Kleenex, right? Yeah. Or Xerox, but it's a copier. Like, it's, yeah. it's going to get into that world where yeah. it's like, just book me a hotel. It's going to be whatever hotel is hooked up to, yeah. you know, all your stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's exactly. one of those, like, kind of things. Hey, I will understand that. Yeah. You know, all your points, everything else kind of playing with them. Yeah, yeah I haven't like seen that. anything that's going to replace the browser as the entry point just yet. Like, ChatGPT is the first thing where I've seen people go in and they get sucked into that walled garden. Yeah. But it doesn't have audio and video right. and so pictures. What's, right. what's in my Eventually, head it'll like be a thing. Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Okay. So, Your this, fridge is this idea just, of personalization, uh, yeah. how we use it today, forget that. Like, use yeah. the English, like, grammar version of personalization. So, you make the sun, which is an inanimate object. You give it human characteristics, so that's personalization. Yeah. So you do the same thing with the internet, essentially, where you do not type into anything. You don't type anything. You just speak whatever into a into something, and it manifests a person, a robot, a I don't know. Maybe Elon's going to give us all of, something. Uh, I don't a movie know. Movie called like... Back to the Future Two. <laughs> oh, we were going to have ooh, ooh, ooh. floating skateboards. Yes. 20, it is twenty twenty. It is twenty twenty three. We are nowhere near. What was the year that they went? They went forward. You I think it was like two years ago. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it already happened. Twenty nineteen. Pre-pandemic, yeah. no floating skateboard. Well, that's why you just need the chip in the brain, Elon's brain chip or whatever, no. and that will just fit, that'll just be the, uh, you the know. Neuralink? Yeah, the Neuralink, yeah. and then you won't need a browser, because it will right. just like, just, either kill I'm you or like. Because <laughs> you'll be dead. <laughs> you'll be just dead. <laughs> or is it like Minority Report, where like yeah. you're just advertised to or marketed to, yeah. it cut about 
complete personalization. Yep. Yeah. Individual to individual. I don't know. Um, or idiocracy, where it's just whatever. Well, we're definitely which, by the way, watch it for the first time in my life. You just um, watched it because it gets name dropped all the time. Yeah, now, it is. Here's my question: I watched it a month Did you find ago. it fascinating or depressing? Neither. I oh. thought it was the worst film I've ever it, seen. No, it's terrible. It's oh, like, really? and I was like, everyone talks about this movie. Uh, no, no, it's absolutely terrible. The buildup. But the, did not live uh, but up the to problem that. is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it really just I get a lot it, of though. that. I totally you know, get it. What's happening we're, we're now? We're living through it. We're living through we're it. We're living through it. Water the plants with Gatorade, man. <laughs> Gatorade's great. Science. Science. <laughs> it just works, right? Uh, is that all your questions? That was all mine. Uh, do you have. Do you no, have I have the final question. Knock yourself out. So, Ben, what are you currently obsessed with? Uh, Work wise. Anything. We actually prefer not work. Yes. All right. Not yes. a, not We've had some interesting you can do answers work, past two. <laughs> but go on. Uh, you can do whatever you want. I don't know what I'm obsessed with. Um, yes, you do. Travel. Yeah, it's probably something to travel because, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, course correcting for a couple of years of not traveling and things like that. Um, what, if you want to know how to fly or travel really well, talk to Ben. Right, He's yeah. He's got all the yeah. tricks. Well, sympathy for people who don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, there is none. Right. Is um, none. No, no empathy, but sympathy. Yeah, right. um, yeah I mean, work-wise, out the thing this year has been uh, EOS, which I've realized very late to the game on everyone. Uh, again, I think I heard like people like you, you guys were talking to Mark about that, like BizDev Camp, however long ago that was. Yeah. Like everyone was back in that. It sounded very culty back then, but yep. I realized we had a lot of the same pain points. So yeah, that's, that's been my work. Uh, uh, obsession, I guess. That's the most. That's the thing I'm focusing on the most. Nothing else. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not obsessing with AI and stuff because I still think it's at the we're at the Too early. at the geek. Not the geek. The peak. It's not AI. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. What is it, Bart? It's not. It's just on language models. It's just. Know? It's just a hype at the moment. Yeah. It's not. There's no. It's a wrong word for it. So I'm. I'm watching, but I'm not. Obsessing I wasn't going to say yet. it. You brought <laughs> it up. It's great for VC. Yeah, that's right. If you AI. just add AI into whatever we're trying to pitch. Adam.ai. That's right. Yeah, exactly. I'm here. Invest yeah. in me. <laughs> Are you? Are, Are you here? Are you actually yeah. here? Maybe. <laughs> it's a visual representation. You have to find out. Wait, hey. I, do I have to do a spoken word notes? Adam waved his hand in front of his face. <laughs> yes. Um, if you don't watch on the video. That's can we ask note. him? What yeah, we can actually ask him. What are you currently obsessed oh, with? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, you're sitting here, so you got to contribute. Uh, well, I mean, I have a new phenomenon. My, my oldest... Started college last week. Wow! Wow! So um, I, I'm obsessed with uh, the idea of my own mortality. <laughs> I thought you were going to say student loans. I am, I, I, I am old. Um, yeah. No, I mean that's been great. Uh, yeah, the usual. Like I'm listening to you know far left socialist podcasts, watching sure. shows about aliens, and uh, helping people train for marathons. So Getting ready for hockey preseason. I am very ready for hockey preseason. I'm very disgruntled about all of the NFL football coverage. F football's coming, man. I loathe the Sorry. culture and everything about that ben sport. Ben doesn't care about any of it. Yeah, yeah pretty much. We are unified in that. It doesn't make a difference. <laughs> unity. I'm, I do I love, love Australian rules football, though. That's oh, wild. AFL. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. wild. Right. That's some, that's that's a yeah. It's like an an NFL cross with soccer, cross with like sprinting. Or but like people on shoulders. Yeah, yeah it's like, like you the had athletics me at that. of that game that's, is that, pretty intense. That's a game like, I could get into. I mean, I don't know. I, I learned a little bit of it in like elementary school. Like having to like, you have to bounce the ball like every 10 steps or, so, or every five meters. Right. Like just all these, like it's, it's, it's like a football. You've got to like yeah. bounce it and catch it. Yeah. I remember having to learn to do that. It's very tricky. Um, What's a rugby 
ball, right? No, no, yeah, it's a rugby ball. Yeah. It's a rugby ball, right? Sure. Yeah. Because pig it's skin, is that what you call it? A pigskin? Yeah. Based pig off all my yeah. American well, movies? Well, no, I mean, if you look at if you look at football, it looks... Yeah, but you've got to, you've got to sort of throw it just right to right. bounce so it and rugby catch it actually while you're, like, right. sprinting, right. basically. Right. Um, keep bouncing the ball and then, like, kick it, like, you know, <laughs> 200 so meters actually, in the air between, I, like, three I do poles. have a question for Ben. Yeah. Of all the American movies you've watched oh. that, that talk about, like, American culture, yeah. when you've come here, which one has been the closest to, like, wow, they really do that dumb Ooh. thing? There's a lot. There's a lot. The there's Simpsons, a, wait, wait, Family Guy, and things? South Park oh, yeah. do oh, yeah, give you a rain. very good oh, external good. Yep. of the reality of when you get here. Yeah. Of the reality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's. Yeah. I mean, between that's, 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 look, okay. There's like three trillion episodes of The Simpsons, so yeah. there's going to be some accuracies and inaccuracies along the way. Yeah. But well, they're pre- they predict a lot of things. They, <laughs> they do. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, you put that much content out, some of it's going to be right. right. Didn't they do the whole thing with Trump and Melania on the escalator? Yes. Oh, they've done. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. all of it. Like, Everything. it's just yeah. like, they're so There's like pandemic-related ones that they've done. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. 1989 or 88, that show's been on since yeah. like the late 80s. Yeah, it's been crazy. forever. Uh, yeah, it's like 35 seasons. That makes me older seasons. than your kid going yeah. to college. That <laughs> makes me feel older. And then if you really want to go to CSI, it's smpp.org, and it's everything and every script and every vowel. It's a sequence. Even the stuff from the Tracy Ullman show? I don't think it's, I think it's from the beginning of. Talk about dating yourself and being old. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Ben, it was awesome to have you. It was great. Thank Thank you you so much. Great to see you all. Thank you. Just kind of did this on prompt too, but thank you. (laughs) Guys, we'll see you. In case you couldn't tell. Next time. (laughs) Off to the show.